pretty apparent that uh, we're a couple, couple of dumbasses. <laughs> up all you fellow tripsters out there welcome to another episode of tripping the unknown i am your host garcon and with me as always is my co-host bdl how you all doing out there blah how you doing today (laughs) i tried to combine two uh, accents that don't have anything to do with each other and it went as well as you thought it would it almost like the accents canceled each other out yeah that's actually kind of a superpower think about it you can cancel out what you say with something else that you say. Nothing ever happened. You get a lot. You get away with a lot of stuff. I don't quite follow, but you don't have to, because oh. maybe I just did it to you right then. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, maybe this delicious beverage I had probably should have been consumed a little. What are you drinking? I I've taken on some top shelf top shelf Norwegian vodka. I've mixed it with a little. Mexican soda. I don't think those two things go together, at least not right before you do a podcast. Are you a big fan of vodka? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah? Yeah. I don't mind it. I mean, I drink it. I prefer tequila, and that's what I had, but it's all gone now. I, I assume that you like tequila because of the vodka incident. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was a lot of vodka. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what we're talking about... A few years ago, we went to Burning Man, and a lot of camps at Burning Man are bars. We actually run a bar like that. We were just wandering the city and ended up this bar. It was very heavily Russian-influenced. Yeah, pretty much run by, we believe, Russian mobsters. Had to be. They did not blend in with the crowd very well. No, they are wearing the Adidas track suits, and they were... Very, much older. Yeah, in their 60s, easily. And we go to the bar and, hey, what do you got? We have vodka. (laughs) Okay, I'll have something with vodka in it. No, we have vodka. Okay, we'll have vodka, have a shot. He gives us a glass, one of those, you know, red solo cups, and fills it three quarters of the way full. (laughs) That's like 10 shots. Yeah, at least, what's that, 12 ounces of vodka? Yeah, at least. It was like six shots or something like that. Yeah, he's like... Drink. Yeah. I said, I'll just take it with us. No, you drink. You drink. No. You you didn't get the option to leave. (laughs) So uh, I'm standing in front of this guy because I don't want to be killed. I don't think they're rude. Yeah, I want to, you know, you know, it's very kind of him to share the vodka. I don't know how much they brought with us. If, if he's just giving you that to somebody he doesn't know. (laughs) Right. And they're a full bar. So they're, Probably pouring gallons and gallons every I, day. I can give you a hint on how much they have. 
they have enough that justifies them bringing a camp that size and that amount of younger women. In True. Bulk. Yeah, they they had quite the amount of eighteen to probably twenty year old women with them. Yeah, I'd go a little older, but yeah, maybe yeah. eighteen to twenty five, probably in there. Yeah. Definitely early twenties. It's not the age isn't really even the big thing. It was just they were all like women of unusual talent, if you know what I mean. Oh, uh, appearance wise, yes, uh, yeah, yes, 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 yeah. It looked like he was gonna, you know, after you're done drinking, I give you catalog and you pick one which one exactly. To buy. I was thinking <laughs> this is the mail order bride catalog that just happened to show up at Burning Man <laughs> in person. <laughs> you buy this one. Yeah, so I kind of shy away from vodka after that because I had a hard time even walking back to our camp. And it was only probably a mile and a half. Yeah. It was a, it was a fun walk. We uh, may or may not have forgotten how to read, which does helps with uh, street signs and stuff. Yeah, it did take us a while to get home. It did. I think it was, it was within that date, 24-hour period, though, I think, maybe. I'm still on the vodka train because I got the uh, pleasure of watching that. You had the displeasure of living that. So I, I understand why you're not on that train as well. Yeah, because he's like, you want to drink as well? He's like, no, I'm I'm good. Thank you. Well, to be fair, I did ask for water because I was a little dehydrated. Right. And they told me no. Yeah, he's like, no water, vodka. You yeah, that's exactly I was like, oh, I'll go to the next one. It's okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that being in the desert with no water and inebriated is probably healthy for at least another two more hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of desert, did you hear about the condors? They just decided to have babies without any participation from the male. Their female condors are creating their own children without male influence. How did they figure that out? Did the DNA of the... And there was just the, like no male DNA? There's no male indicators of the DNA of these offspring. So they're deducing that... They're able to have babies without having sex. This life just got a lot darker. Think about that. That is the one thing that the the male side yearns for. It is the one thing that the female side needs the male side for. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah. They provide unemployment or anything? Because it's going to suck. You mean, do they provide unemployment to to, to the birds? Men. No, to the, so like when this eventually happens to humans... Holy crap, did we just announce that the the male species is on its way to the endangered list? Very possibly. That's why I think you should keep as healthy as possible. And one way of doing that is energy healing and what we're going to talk about today. I get you. That's a nice segue. All right, I'll take that. We've been looking into alternative healing from a standpoint of, yeah, what is this? Does it work? Is it not work? You know, what exactly is involved? What's the legitimacy level of it? Is it a, is this the real thing that just nobody knows about? Or is this something that works for some people and not for others? Or is it a complete scam? Is there, you just lose money? You know, where, where does it fall on the spectrum? It's probably a, a little bit of all of it. I think in the middle of there, there's some... Some tr- nugget some, of truth. Some, like some nugget of truth. But um, So what we did was, BDL has a friend that was in her energy healing, and she says hey, there's a conference coming up. Why didn't you guys go check it out for your podcast and, and learn something new and learn something unknown to us? And so, Did you listen to the description of our podcast and then just give us a perfect... By the way, hint, hint, if you'd like to give us any, you know, ideas that you want to hear, you want to see us go experience. Yeah, just drop us a line and yep. if we like it, we'll we'll do it. And, you know, if, if, if we like it and uh, 
we'll mention that you suggested it. Maybe we'll send you some some merch as a reward. So um, nothing Ooh, too crazy. That 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 actually pre-announces something we were going to announce eventually anyway. Yeah, right. So, so might as well do it. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go the uh, capitalism route, and we are going to have some merch available. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting for all of you out there. Especially to have a shirt with a picture of BDL's face on it. I have five of them. That's so when I get lost, I can look in the mirror and know at least. And then you know which shirts belong to you. <laughs> so we we did the we did the conference. We went and if you're not familiar with doing a lot of conferences, I, I think they're all pretty much the same standard setup. You've got your your booths with your you know vendors or or people that are trying to make money from it or. Well, they all have a product or service that they're trying to sell. Right. So they're, they're vendor booths. They're vendors. Basically. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, they have the vendor booths. A lot of them are interactive, which we were excited for because that actually lets us experience something without a large down payment. As some of them look like they were going to cost. <laughs> but, you know, and then also there's going to be specialized like groups, like classes almost where they teach very yeah. specific topics and stuff like different that. So, workshops about different yeah. types of energy healing. And those filled up fast, so we weren't able to get into any of those, but we did spend a lot of time with different vendors and they showed us our products. And we're going to we're gonna talk about a few of those that we encountered and our, our experiences with that. The way the way we do things is, is completely from a an experience factual standpoint. So we're not going to try to bias anybody in, or put any bias in anything that we're telling you. It's, it's just, you know, just honest reaction and, you know, what we experienced. Yeah, we're not doctors by any means. We're not going to tell you to go and try this or do that or whether this works or it doesn't work because we have no clue. We will, however, asterisk that and say that if you self-identify as somebody who will believe anything that I say, go ahead and, and, and let me know your, your stuff and I will uh, take advantage of you later. I think it's it's legal that'd if you disclaim a, it, right? Yeah, I, yeah, that'd be a poor soul. <laughs> Not for me. It'd be funny <laughs> as hell. That's what that'd be. So, ah, uh, you know, it was a uh, it was a nice little road trip. Uh, we get there and come to find out that we are the only two men at this conference. Well, there was a couple of vendors that were men. Yeah, there were vendors. As far as... But, but participants or spectators or visitors... I think I might have signed two, three other out of hundreds. I picked up BDL to go to this conference <laughs> and he gets in my car. By the and, way, this is much funnier if you if you prerequisite by telling him we're going to a psychic conference. Right? Why, why, why is it a problem for me getting in your car there, Garcon? Well, because he was wearing the exact same clothes as I was. We, we were matched. matched. <laughs> and we were the only men there. And we're, we're talking about as exact as you can. It was a black plain t-shirt and jeans. I mean, those are just regular stuff. Yeah, but it was just a weird coincidence. It was, yeah. Unless you've got a webcam in my bedroom and you're watching me dress. Maybe. I was wondering what that red flashing light was when that's I was trying not, to That's sleep. not what that is, though. Okay. All right. That's the, uh, that's the sex bot. <laughs> he waits till you're asleep. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, the sex bot does not violate you. It's just called sex bot because I thought that was funny. He just pats your head until you fall asleep deeper. Oh. That's really, <laughs> really weird. Your dad hired me. 
he worries about you. <laughs> that that was a that was a that was a shout out to, to hopefully uh, the big man that's listening. He knows who he's, he knows what I'm talking about, and he also is shaking his head right now if he is. Yep. Anyway, we're we're walking around, matching, matchy matchy, and the first place we come to is some sort of device that you put your hand on, measure your energy or something. Measure like your energy, and then report back of what is wrong with you physically and mentally, and then it suggests certain supplements to take to help with these ailments. Right. So. It's- that's the, the overall basic view. Of yeah. It, right. So it, it's this little metal thing that you put your hand on. And it's a really nice lady asked me to sit down. And um, those of you who don't know me, I'm a very skeptic person. So, so yeah, it's a dynamic in this friendship that we've had for many moons. Garcon has always been the skeptic is, is the right word, but there's more to it than the skeptic. I think it's more you are the one that always prepared us for the inevitable delusional nightmare that we were thinking was going to happen was not going to happen because that's not real. It's like extreme risk management. Maybe not extreme, absurd risk management. I think it, I think it's it's right between those two because it is it is out there. It was it was very apparent very early on that anything especially safety related was of high priority for you. There was no don't, don't even joke about it because that could be serious. And and truth be known, it was serious. You don't start campfires out in the middle of the wilderness, just any old place without considering, you know, you know, dryness or, you know, what's around or whether or not you put the fire out. We, you know, we were, we were just young and stupid. We just went out and, you know, build a campfire, hang out, you know, that's what kids in small areas that have no internet because it didn't exist do. My friend here, he had a special saying, been very close to my heart for the very long time since that because there was a risk of fire, of, you know, forest fire. Of course there is. It was, oh no. Oh no. That's the one. Oh no. So like if you were doing something naughty and it became a point where we did it on purpose because we loved that, hearing that, you would hear the oh no. It was with so much passion that you had to listen. You li- You laughed first, but then you were like, okay. And then you had to decide, can I still do this without Garcon knowing, or do I have to do this because he will not let me go past this point? And that's that's how we made decisions. Sometimes they'd listen to me. No, we didn't. No, 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 not really. But like all those people that do those gender reveal parties. Yes. I mean, come on. If you know that you could set a forest fire revealing the gender of your baby, that kind of tells me that Maybe the dad would rather go to prison than have a kid. <laughs> There's scenarios where that right? No, no. Yes, but te- yeah, but you I, no, you are correct. That no, there is not. I mean, scenarios. these crazy people that set these explosives off that are like blue or pink. Right. No, if that is more important than the safety of your community and your natural resources around you, I'm not saying that that happens. I'm just saying it has happened. You just got to get your creative cap on. What's what? Why can't you think of another alternative that will not burn down the forest? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm sure there are. Well, I would assume. You know, if you I mean thought about it, I I went to a gender reveal party once. Did you? Yeah, but the cops were called because I 
totally misunderstood the concept of gender reveal. You're on the list, aren't you? Well, I was like, hey, everybody, I'm a guy. <laughs> I feel like we need to have one of those blow whistle sounds in the background. <laughs> we, we, if, if that pops in there, when I say that, um, that means we agreed and we will find it and add it later. Back to our learning the energy. You put your hand on it. Oh, yeah. I put my hand on it. She says, it takes about five minutes. So just hold still. So just five minutes go by and it generates this report. And she says, it's going to show you a lot of different aspects of what you can improve on. What So I assume at this point you're you're skeptical. Oh, very. Very skeptical. You're you're like, you're going to give me a whole bunch of options that basically I'm going to pick. Everybody's going to pick at least some of these off this list. And you're going to identify and you're going to focus in on that. I'm assuming that's yeah, what I was going very with. skeptical of the whole situation. And once again, I'm not saying that it's not true science or whatever. I have no idea. She says, um, it's going to generate this big, long report. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to email you that. Probably see it tomorrow, which, surprise, surprise, I have not yet received. I thought you were going to use it for uh, evidence. No, I no. She, I, I don't know what's in it except for the part that she's like. Let's go to the uh, mental and emotional section because that's the most interesting. I can't imagine the left elbow section would be all that. N- no, I. All right, all right. I mean, so that makes I, sense. Well, I did have a coworker look at me once, and she's like, "You need to lotion your elbows." <laughs> I've had that told to that's me. That's disgusting. Too. I think that's a cultural thing that we grew up with because. I ain't touching my elbows. Hell, I don't even see them. Why do I care? Hey, what, you, what if you need to like create friction somehow with half of your arm? Right. What if you're in a fight and you need to scratch someone with your oh, elbow? Oh, yeah. Your hand's you, broken. You got to turn right to the right. elbow, bro. You go with this with a rough right across the cheek there. That puts a guy down. You ever been, you ever been put down by elbow sandpaper? No, I kind of want to see the elbow section of the report. <laughs> and that's how easy it is to... Uh, Turn someone's mind against themselves. <laughs> See, I told you I could do it. <laughs> yeah, so she jumps to the mental and stuff, and I am totally skeptical. This is like, this is ridiculous technology. I don't even understand how it could tell me all this stuff. But she's like, well, it looks like the number one factor that's affecting you negatively is you're very mistrustful. <laughs> it, shows, it shows this meter, and it's like from green to red, and it's pegged out all the way to the red. It's like it's like, it's like you just don't even believe what you're doing. And then the second one, and I mentioned this before in our last podcast, the second highest one was anxiety. So I was like, hmm, well, maybe there is something to this. So, so it was peaking your anxiety because you're like, wait, maybe this thing is peeking inside and can see the old, uh, you know, right. hidden, you know, hidden ideas and stuff like that. Everybody has, and so that part was that making causing anxiety, or maybe I was having anxiety because this lady was so nice and I didn't want to tell her her concept was complete bullshit in my mind. <laughs> well, that brings us to answer number one, then, Mister Mistrustful, by saying you are mistrustful. And admitting you are mistrustful, that in there tells me that the machine was accurate and therefore worked, and your mistrust was misplaced. Now, how do you how do you how do you reckon with that? Oh no! 
<laughs> yes, it came back. And I didn't even have to start a tire fire. In the jungles of South America, deep within nature, man has discovered something enlightening. Something that expands the mind. Now what if you were able to expand your mind and have the energy to do something about it? But we here at Mind Douche International wondered as well. So, we came up with our patented Cerebral Sonar. A unique blend of natural ingredients for what you'll need to make your day energetic while seeing things from a different perspective and only occasionally having hallucinations that will haunt you. How is this possible? Well, we took the mind-altering abilities of ayahuasca and combined it with the sonar capabilities of the bat. Our scientists feed each bat an appropriate amount of ayahuasca while they bathe them in pure Andes mountain water, mixed with extreme amounts of caffeine and slow berries. Then, as the bat relieves itself, we run this powerful concoction through our state-of-the-art cheesecloth system. The result, you guessed it, a perfect combination of energy and brain power that will get you through anything. As an added bonus, you'll also be able to see small bugs in complete darkness. Don't let life leave you in the dark. Drink Yuanawaska. The only energy drink that attempts to give you real wings. That uh, is not where I thought that would go, by the way. When I saw that, I laughed, and then I was bewildered, and then I laughed some more, and now I just laugh more. So it, it's worked out pretty well, but how do you feel about it? I'm still very mistrustful. Didn't you use this, a very similar machine later on? I did. It uh, told me I had parasites. That's right. I have no idea what they're talking about. You ever experience something and then laugh it off and discount it and do all that? Yeah. So we did this and it kept coming up. You have a parasite. And I'm like, I do not have a parasite. I freaking have been on a diet. I've been eating better. We outside of that day, I guess we bought a soda, but other than that, I haven't even drank soda. Switching over to water, just everything. I'm, you know, I took the whole thing on. I'm like, parasite? You calling me dirty? And I got, I got somewhat offended. It was kind of like they were saying I had an STD or something. That's what it felt like. Do you? Anyway, so she it kept, and it, it wasn't just once. It, it popped up five, six times, like on almost everything she showed me. I was having a parasite. Yeah, this was a different lady. She had the smelly oils. That she, she, Those were the ways to fix whatever problem. Right. But it kept coming up with that parasite. And so in my mind, I would, because in this relationship, I am usually the more open-eyed, positive guy going into it. Like I want, more times than not, I'm going to want this to work because I want to be amazed. I want to, I want to see something I've never seen. I want the excitement from it. So I went into it the exact opposite that you went into it. You got a result that you did not expect that was accurate. I did not get a result that I expected that was accurate. We should have went the other one because we would have just been blown away. You'd be like, you're such fake. And I'd be like, yeah, you're the best ever. And it would have been the same thing. 
because she kept going into that, I completely discounted any of this. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even going to put that sample oil you gave me on. Believe that parasite. And then we got back. We'll come back and finish from that part. But when we got back, I got just absolutely death sick. And I thought I had COVID and I didn't luckily, but it was, it was a nasty chest and breathing tract issue that put me down. I was out of work for a week, a week and a half later, I'm still dealing with it. Holy crap. So, I mean, this is like a hardcore, whatever I've got, I can't get it completely out, but I'm still, I'm okay. So basically that machine up until this second, when we started recording this, I was like, she's still full of shit. But I just realized I had a parasite at that time because I got sick within the next couple of days. Just because you got sick doesn't mean you have a parasite. Oh, it did. It wasn't predicting your future. She was like, you will get a parasite. That would be awesome. Because like that uh, movie Thinner. Yeah, Thinner. Yeah, yeah. Parasite. Yeah, you go touch them. They have like bugs in them now. This is why we're yeah. not writing Stephen King movies. They would suck. <laughs> <laughs> in my mind... I'm seeing that correlation now. What may not have been like specifically parasitic, but it was a bug. It was that they call sickness a bug sometimes. Right. Is it possible that machine called out, hey, you're sick. You just don't know it yet. And yours said, hey, I really do work. I mean, we know you, you know, I don't believe you. What do you think about that? I don't. You don't think about it. I don't it's think It's better about that it. way. I, I, it's frightening. The, the little handprint thing. Yeah. I don't want it to be real. See, but I do. Because if you can actually identify an area that needs to be taken care of and you have the tools to be able to take care of it, wouldn't that basically put you on Star Trek in the future? Yeah, but why aren't going, hospitals using this all the time? Why well, that's, they, yeah. And that's, why isn't this technology being... Because they were waiting for us to go test it. Oh. And then when... <laughs> so, you're welcome, when, world. We did it for you. When uh, the hospitals <laughs> listen to this, they'll be like, we need this technology. Yes. And then, so what? Um, so what? The, if big pharma listens to this and realizes people don't need our drugs anymore, they're going to find yeah, us and I was kill us. Say, yeah, I'm pretty sure. If I ever crash in my car, it was big pharma. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm I'm torn. I'll be honest on it. it. It looks like a bad movie set prop that opens a door to a secret layer on inside of a volcano. I won't lie. That's what it looks like. You have to do your handprint and then you get in. Who's to say it didn't open a secret door in a volcano? Maybe the, maybe that's what I mean, the thing is. I mean, while we're, this was going on, they had that volcanic eruption in the islands of Spain. I did that, didn't I? I think so. I think you opened the lava portal. You know, sometimes I just feel like it's not worth it anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's dogs that are stranded there. They're trying to like figure out how to get the dogs out of these areas because they don't want the dogs to die. So you're saying that maybe what I did... Was create a portal to get dogs off of Volcanic Island? No, what you did was you attempted to kill many dogs. Screw this technology. I'm not doing it anymore. In my mind, it shouldn't work, but the evidence looks like it. It appears it look maybe it might work. It's possible. It's possible. Can we say that? I can it's, say I can say it's possible. It's possible. Hey, I mean, it, what? It, yeah. It's, I mean, it's not a mathematical anomaly for somebody to guess two times in a row correctly or to have a computer program that can guess the correct answer two times in a row correctly. But it's also not mathematically impossible for it not to happen. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think so. I think we're undecided, but the, the door is not shut. 
but that's yeah. but that's all I can say because we really didn't experience yeah, a whole it, lot. It's very possible that when you put your hand on it, it causes volcanic eruptions. We have to agree not to bring this up anymore because there's, there's a lot of puppies and I'm I'm upset now and I didn't know. What was uh, something else that you remember we went through as far as the little booths and what did we find? Um, the the trauma of us walking around being matchy. Oh yes, oh yes. And, and I the blocked women that out. looking at us and saying, "Well, what are you guys doing here?" Notice that became a little bit of a regular occurring incident. Every booth we went to. Yep. What are you guys doing here? The first one I feel like really talk about it was the one with the armbands that you did. Oh, yeah. I got ripped, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You like you're swole right now. I was so swole. Like, I mean. Yeah, like, so basically, it was these bands you put on, and it cuts off the circulation, and then you like lift weights, and then it pumps you up and gets you all ripped. I, I was ripped. I'm still, this concept is kind of eluding me that. <laughs> I won't lie. I, I don't understand how it works. But. Right. Let's cut off the blood supply, the blood flow to an area that you're working out. And then you work out. And then when you take off the bands, it's supposed to send like human growth hormone. Yeah. So to it help repair faster. it faster. So your muscles get bigger. Which in theory, as long as you don't look at anything, makes sense. I'm just saying. You put these, you put these like bands on and it's like, um. A little pump, so it's like when you're getting your blood pressure taken, but on both arms, and then they don't release it. So he's got this band that he's put between his on his foot, and he's like lifting, <laughs> and then she's like, "Do it over your head and do this for this muscle." And he's he's like lifting it up, trying to work on his tricep, and he breaks her exercise equipment. I went full on effing Hulk, bro. Ripped it. Up. That's how swole he was. That's how swole I was. I had built muscle in the first 20 reps that ripped apart her equipment. Like, I didn't even feel bad either. It was like it was like roid rage without the roids. Yeah. It's cool. Well, you didn't have proper blood flow, so you're going crazy. But, you know, the part that gets me a little is, yeah, you can, you can tell me that that's the angle that you're trying to do. But reality is, is if that was a thing, wouldn't that mean that anything that you had to tourniquet to keep you from bleeding to death, the second you released... It would just like Terminator heal you like your liquid metal and just because of all the healing stuff. No, because usually when you're doing it, you mean like if I cut my leg off with a chainsaw. No, no, so, so like just like a big gash. A big gash, I'm yeah. losing a lot of blood. Yeah, so you put a tourniquet on like above your knee and you, know, you cut your calf or something. So you could put your tourniquet on. So if you cut that off, and obviously I'm thinking trauma is probably going to be something that the body's like, hey, we got to get that fixed. So theory is, if you take, that's my guy that understands trauma. We talk in voices occasionally. I apologize if if you're like, what the hell was that? Anyway, but theory is, if I cut this off and I have something underneath it that needs to be fixed, once I release that, shouldn't that rush of everything go to that injured spot and fix it? Not if you have a big gash though, right? Once again, disclaimer, we're not medical professionals in any way. If you have a big gash and the blood is rushing I'm to just go saying, back there to repair it, it's just going to shoot out more. No, physics say that. That's why it doesn't happen is because physics says, no, you're just going to shoot all over. But why would that not be fixed and this would be fixed? Does that make sense? Well, because, well, if we're going to go through this line of thinking, it's because the blood is gushing out, whereas you don't have cuts. Yeah, but I mean, you can bandage, you can bandage it so it doesn't gush out. So I'm just oh, saying. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know. I'm saying. If this theory were to work, you legit should turn into Richard Patrick and just, wait, was that his brother? That's the lead singer of Filter. Oh, wait. No, it's the other Patrick. 
Robert. Robert Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Richard or Robert? Yes. I'm pretty sure Robert. It's Robert, Robert Patrick. Yeah, yeah, Robert is he, the actor. He's the T-1000. Yeah, so I feel like this theory would create Terminators out of all of us, and we could just like walk through bars and shit because all you'd have to do is just tourniquet yourself. Am I wrong? Please do not try this at home. It's, I will um, try it this, for you. Don't I'm, worry. I'm guaranteed that, yes, you are wrong. This will not work. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I'm going to do it or that anybody should do it, but I'm saying if... If these cuffs work like they say they work, would that not be something that you would expect to yeah, at I least mean, expedite the healing process? I'm but, not saying to immediately heal, but you know. But also, if you left those bands on too long, you're going to kill all your arm tissue and you're going to have and to And your arms will your, fall off. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to, they would leave like those rubber bands they put on cows. Right. So how does that heal you? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to call I, it. I didn't I'm, do any further research. It's just from what I was, told us. I, but... I mean, I mean, the, the, well, let's look at the proof. So we looked at the cons or what we perceived as cons. But the proof was, I tore that shit up. You did. I mean, I, I ripped that sucker in half. It's probably the most manly I felt in a long time. I, and I think she enjoyed the visit from you. As one should. And you broke her equipment and she didn't even care. Oh, she was actually positive about it. Yeah. You know what? It's fine. We only brought that one set, but... We'll make it through the rest of the show. Don't you worry about it. And I'm like, I don't think that's the correct response to me breaking your shit. So, Do you think it was mental? I just was, a, I could feel no, it. So I thought it was working. No, as she a, was nice to you because she was either like attracted to you. As one should be. Or she thought we were a couple and she was afraid of, you know, people are super afraid of offending everyone nowadays about different things. Oh, yes. Back to the uh, matching clothing yes. and the judgment yes. that came along with yes. it. Yes. Oh, uh, you know, I didn't catch that, but I guess it's a possibility. That's just like the bands. It's possible, right? I think it's the first. I think that she kind of ducked you a little bit. Well, just, you know. Maybe you were swole at the time. I mean. I was swole. You had, you are like. I, I, I opened up that door going outside that building. I'm surprised it didn't come off the hinges. I'll be honest. You're like, welcome to the Tingly Gun Show. It was Tingly. <laughs> and it was a show. And those were my guns. That is an accurate description. So, all right, well, I guess I'm I'm going to have to vote that that one is also probably not true, but could be possible. It's possible. It is. Yeah. I mean, the, everyone there was super nice. And oh, yeah. they're using 100%. this for to, to the sources of income for them. They have the families to feed and stuff like that. And uh, once again, we're not saying that none of this stuff doesn't work. It's just what we experienced. Right. Well, this is just the experience. This isn't any opinion on, you know, whether anything works, but... The one thing I, the other thing I noticed is a lot of times you go to those type of things, you know, like it's a book convention or something like that. You're going to get people that you can tell are very financially motivated. Sure. Yeah. Like what the service or product they're selling is fantastic, but behind those eyes, they know it's not really that great and they don't really care. It's all about, I need a paycheck at this show. They all seem sincere. You know, and I and I feel like I can. I'm a pretty good judge of that. Am I perfect? No, but you know, it felt like they were legit, sincere. They believed in their product. They 100% were there for the absolute right reasons. Everybody was very helpful and polite, and that also confused me because that's if if I'm going to something and we're going to look at it skeptically or from an outside standpoint, I don't want that little bit of uh, prejudice. Right, taken I mean, away. You know, it's, I don't know if that's no right, one but. hounded us to buy their product. No. They were like, "Here, have free samples. Try this, and yeah, if it works out for you, great. Then, 
and it give was us a call and right. that kind of thing. So it was never like, hey, if you don't buy this right now, you're gonna miss out on this great opportunity. Blah, right. Blah, blah, blah. It wasn't. It wasn't super pushy. Used car salesman or anything like that. It was. It was legit. We hope this works for you, and we sincerely hope it helps. And so that part of it, I enjoyed a lot. But there's also um, some things that were pretty out there. I mean, there was a, a lady there. You pay her fifty bucks, and she tells you the story of your previous life. Yes. It looked like by way of tug of war. What? Like by way of ghost tug of war. I missed that part. I thought she just like told him oh. the story. Well, she does. But that's okay. after you, I think you sleep or at least relax with a blindfold and all that stuff on. And then she does her little little practice or whatever she does that to determine that. But it looks like she's playing tug of war with a ghost who is in your navel. How did I miss this? I'm so skeptical. I think I just kept walking while you, you just, sit and watch. I don't think you didn't have your eyes open the entire time. I didn't have my third eye open. Oh, that's right. That's right. You need to get you need to get your shit together, bro. So, yeah. Now it looked like it looked like she was performing some sort of ritualistic something or other during this somewhat it looked like medica- meditation. You know, they were covered up, but they were laying still in that. Yeah, that felt that felt a little out there because once you woke up, then she would tell you what you were in a past life. Well, I can do that too without the dancing because I can't dance, and for five dollars cheaper, that is a deal. Uh, if you're interested, just send us a line and maybe just know. send just send just send the money. It'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. I mean, I, I will send you a response, but you ain't gonna like it. So, do you believe in that? Do you believe you have a past life? I'll, I'll say I want to believe it. You want to believe that you were someone I'm the, else? I'm the molder of this group. I want to believe. I don't know. I don't know. It's a, I guess really nobody knows except for this one lady that plays tug of war with your belly button. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Which, that would be bad for me. Do you have an Audi already? No, it's an innie. I mean, she'd have to go like spelunking. <laughs> it's a super innie. Yeah. And then I kind of got this like hernia thing that bumps out so maybe that's the pre-life ghost trying to get out maybe maybe that guy is just banging for a like a somebody's got throw down with me we gotta do some tug of war right now maybe yeah. that's what it is so what do you think your past life was i don't know if i have a, a hope like because i mean a how person did, yeah i mean i don't really want to be one of the famous people that you know of from the past because I don't know how to reconcile that with my memory. Like becomes Rue, Rue McClanahan. I was alive when she was alive. I think <laughs> she's still alive. What the hell? How, why would you say that? <laughs> no, I'm talking like if you were going to pick somebody from the past where you talk like, I want to be Abraham Lincoln. There's a lot of stuff going on for that guy. I don't know if I really wanted that to be me. So a lot of cultures believe you you do it and over and over and over and over right. until you get it right. Right. So if someone told me that, uh, hey, your past life, you were Abraham Lincoln. You basically freed a lot of people, which is a very good thing, but wasn't quite right. So you got to do it over again. Oh, you're saying somebody got re- because because what he was trying to do didn't actually 100% happen. So... Somebody he has to come back as somebody no, else. No, no, no. It's not. It, it's not. Who's Scott Bakula in this? <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. Oh. I'm saying is what 
if you're if someone told you your past life was someone who did lots of good good things are you saying that anything that was not finished you would feel in you would feel like you were responsible for like, finishing well shit i haven't done anything so um i'm kind of a piece of shit right now since my previous life they did oh, you'd look amazing things so now i know that i'm capable but i'm just lazy yeah or i've got to do all that's, this again that's uh depressing and uh hell I'm just saying. No, it's too late. If your past life was someone who did amazing things, how does that make you feel now? Well, I I, I think you're accurate. I think it would bring you down because there's not a whole lot of people that have done what those famous people have done. So, I mean, how would you ever up that? But then that becomes, is it, is it competitive? Is that what that life was supposed to be? Are you supposed to be better than that life? Or is it you just supposed to be as good as you can be here? Yeah, but who's deciding? I do. No, for real. Got hired last month. All right, that's weird. Is there a job fair for that, or did you find someone at this conference Ooh. and they told you that they were God? Oh, oh, no. And we... They wanted to hire you to decide who. Uh... No, it was a it's a time agency thing. You, you're not hired on full time. There's no benefits, but after ninety days, then. Ah, uh, you're kind of like an intern or something. Uh, paid intern. We'll call it that. Don't don't worry about it. It's fine. This public service announcement is provided to you by your local water conservancy district. Hi, I'm Skippy Washburn with your water saving quick tip. Did you know every time you flush your toilet it takes two full gallons of water? To do your part to help us get through this drought, you can try this helpful tip. Drag out that old kitty pool from the storage and fill it full of kitty litter. Now you've created an alternative that requires no water. Now when you squat and push, you can be assured you're pushing to make a brighter future. I'm Skippy Washburn, and this has been your water saving quick tip. Not recommended for pregnant women. Back to it. Uh, there were some there were some things out there that were a little outside what we would consider our everyday. Whether or not that is for other people, that's not what we're saying. Just that was not regular things that we have encountered or maybe knew about, but had no didn't really know the details on. Like the crystals. Oh, yeah, the crystals. There's a lot of crystals. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people booths had different kinds of crystals, and crystals make you feel a certain way. And we went to this one booth, and she looked at our matchy-matchy clothes, <laughs> and she said, what are you guys doing here? We're like lifting weights. <laughs> We're getting swole. <laughs> We're cutting off our circulation. And apparently we are a very good-looking couple with parasites. I brought that to the relationship, she's, just so you know. Anyway, she's like, are you guys looking for the manly crystals? Yeah, that was that was kind of the, the point where I realized what was happening. And I, I know you picked I it up before that. I knew as soon as you got in the car. Well, no, I, I had a feeling that might happen, but I honestly forgot about it because it was like a two-hour drive. But So I knew it was a possibility, but yeah. At that point, I realized there's a pattern. We've been here for, what, six hours at that time? Yeah. And uh, it's pretty apparent that uh, we're a couple. Yeah, so uh... a couple of dumbasses <laughs> didn't confer what they were going to wear. I don't think I need to call you and say, hey, I know. What, what are you going to wear tomorrow? If you, if you ever did call me and ask me that, that would be worse. There's no, like, it's, well, is... that confirms that we are a couple. Exactly, exactly, which I don't feel like your wife is going to like too much. But anyway, uh, yeah, so at that point, I, I'm like, oh, there's no way that this can be fixed. Not, and, and let me disclaimer: I have no, there is nothing wrong with being a gay couple. No, no, absolutely it has nothing not. to do with that. It's just that you know when you're not gay, 
and you feel like that you don't really put off the gay vibe, it's it's a little bewildering to realize you're putting off a gay vibe. I it actually so. became a social experiment at that point because now we were being perceived as a gay couple. And how would that be different than a, how would they would normally react? Right. To so just if two I guys? was just walking around by myself. Right. Or if it was you and I and like a couple other people and it didn't look like a couple situation. Would they be so outgoing and friendly and nice? And... Right. Or would they be, or were we going to encounter any meanness was what I was wondering. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. It's probably they were intimidated because I was swole as shit. <laughs> It's probably what it was. But. It just like went around the vendors. Don't mess with him. He breaks the equipment. <laughs> I had, I had a, by the end of it, I had myself a little bit of a reputation. <laughs> Ain't nobody messing with me at the psychic council. <laughs> but you know what? I look at it this way. They should have known that before well, if they're psychic. That brings up a good question because I believe it was a psychic lady that uh, posed a question to you that, kind of feel like maybe she should have known. So our next booth was this lady who uh, claimed to be psychic and she gave psychic readings and uh, talked to past loved ones and stuff like that. And Right. And she's like, well, what are you guys doing here? Are you guys a couple? She finally just flat out flat, asked. She's the first one that was like legit direct. It wasn't asking. afraid to ask. Right. And BDL says, no, we're just friends. We something to do. We're coming and hanging out. And she says to me, well, if you were together, which one would be the man and which one would be the woman? Because don't tell me that you haven't thought about this. That And that, that created quite a little quagmire. Because first thought came through my mind, and I, I, sh- I believe we've discussed it, and it was the first thing that came to your mind was, wait, this is a psychic, and if she's legit, and I ain't thinking about it, th- that means he is. Yeah, but... I know I wasn't thinking about and it. I'm not a psychic, so I don't know what you've been thinking about. That's the, that's the point I'm making is um, it basically made us one against one. It's like, I know, I, I know what you're thinking. You want this supple body. I'm, I'm swole right now. How could you not? I'm like, yeah, I, I think I'm going to drive home by myself. <laughs> yes. Hitching a ride. It backfired on but me. That one. Th- this kind of thing happens to me quite a bit and i can't put my finger on it of why people think that i mean i get it this thing where the only two guys there really at an obviously female oriented and we're wearing the same clothes right yeah stereotypes that would you know peg us a certain way which we didn't in we weren't doing on purpose or we didn't anyway but it's not and it's not that there would be an issue if we were That's, that's not the point of it at all it's just like wait a second do do I do things that, that put off that vibe? Right. So, as I mentioned before, uh, we have a bar at Burning Man and serving. And this very attractive African-American woman comes up to the bar. And she looks at me and she's like, you have a beautiful face. You are beautiful. I'm like, well, oh, well, thank you. She says to me, if I had a penis... I would do amazing things to you. That's a loaded uh, request. Yeah, I'm like, first yeah. of all, I wouldn't do anything. So let's just put that out right now. But but wait, I'm not. Yeah, why does she need to change genitalia for you? Right. 
So she just <laughs> assumed that I was gay. Then she's like, do you want to party? And she opens up her fanny pack and it's chock full of drugs. <laughs> so This seems like a very right, right decision. <laughs> I, I, I kindly said no and she went on her way. I enjoyed the compliments that I was beautiful, but then she also inferred that I was gay. But it also throws out there that all this time you had game, the wrong kind of game. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so this little trip didn't kind of help my complex because I've been I, in other festivals before where this guy looked just like Jason Momoa. He was. Like, he was Jason Momoa? But maybe like alternate universe Jason alternate Momoa. Alternate universe Jason like, Momoa. Like if Jason Momoa was still him, but maybe worked out not as much, but he was still as big. He didn't have the access. Yeah, he just he didn't have access to a gym. Yeah. Or acting. Yeah, but, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, but he followed Looks me. Wise. He was I'd very go to different else. events at this festival, and he would show up and then uh, try to hit on me, and I'd respectfully decline. So it, it's just kind of like this complex that I've been developing over the years that... Which is funny to think about it. I mean, it bugs you that you you come across that way if you were asked in a different... If it was, like, angled different, if you because know, obviously you don't have any problems with... with gay people or you know oh, absolutely not absolutely not but it, it comes across as you're maybe a little worried that somebody sees you that way but the funny part is is even if they did that really is nothing wrong with it but it's anxiety and so you don't know how to process it it's more of a people perceive things about you and i think this happens to everyone right. people have preconceived notions about other people and and sometimes you catch on to that and it Hey, you don't even know who I am and you're making these judgments already. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, okay. So it, it doesn't even have to be It has nothing like to do with the, with the sexuality part of it. Okay, right. okay. I was, right. I was worried that, that was what you were saying is that uh, I didn't want to be seen as coming across gay. But really, uh, it's, a, it's a perception thing. It's not a, it's not a sexuality or a, a difference, anything like that. Right. Okay, that makes more sense. It's weird that people like infer or make assumptions instead that, of just flat out asking. I got you. It's always, it's always best to be honest, though, Carson. Right. Like, just, you want to know why that guy's eye don't work? You just ask. Just right in there. It's always the best angle. That's right, kids. I'm just saying, it, it sounds like that's what you were saying. <laughs> no. Okay. Good talk. <laughs> I think the last place that we went uh, was a place that claimed that their product can use the power of light to regenerate stem cells all throughout your body. So you're saying it's a solar-powered stem cell system. From what they kind of explained and what I understood, yeah. That's next gen, bro. Yeah, well, you wouldn't even need to eat anymore, right? Yeah. It just... Maybe turn you into a plant? Nah, going back to Terminator. Oh. Just think about it. You would just regenerate stem cells. Well, stem cells are supposed to regenerate you. So you, you don't, don't even need to do. You the, don't need sustenance. You don't right. need exercise. You don't well, nothing. Thing. You're like a plant. No, but you can still move. So you're like Groot. <laughs> yes, yes, that is the goal for this. It has to be. I want to be Groot. I want to say one word for the rest of my life and kick ass. I I feel like that's a solid. That's a solid goal. <laughs> But yes, so it, I'll be honest, it sounded a little implausible when they started talking. 
at least the other things you could feel stuff. You could feel the tingly and the thing on your arms. Right. And you know, there was something indicating something was if happening. If you smell the oils, you have a reaction to them. Right. You know, but this felt like it was just a sticker they put on the back of your neck. Yours did say kick me. Well, that explains a lot. It should. It was a very violent afternoon on the way home. This episode of the podcast isn't brought to you by the GFL. One night only, Sunday, 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 Sunday. at the La Lostin Arena, the Geriatric Fighting League number 157 Championships. It's the only fighting cage with shower assistance bars, and the only way to tap out is with your alert necklace. Herman P. Zelnick will defend his heavyweight title against Challenger Ruben Asper Green Ashbury after his long recovery from a broken hip, if he remembers how to get here. See Superflyweight women's title holder, 86-year-old Edna Johnson, fight her former lover, Eunice Incontinence Constance, for the belts. As an added bonus, come early to see heavy equipment operator Terry Calhoun Jr. Jr. Races Draco in the slowest drag racing action you've ever witnessed. It's five bucks. Sponsored by Digestive Chef and Guanawaska. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Once they've fallen, they won't get back up. <laughs> truck stop. <laughs> Nothing ever happens good at a truck stop. <laughs> no. We gave in to our snack inhibitions. Oh, yeah, we're trying to be healthy. And we're doing this we're both, energy health thing. Yeah, we're we're trying to get just better physically, diet, you know, everything, exercise. And what do we do? We eat mango chili gummy bears. No, that's not even the best part. They were delicious, by the way, which they shouldn't have been. Why? Because they were sold in a Ziploc bag with no cells or propi... propi-, propi- what's that word? Propylactic? Propecia. Yes. Proprietary information. So basically it was a blank Ziploc bag. No nutritional information. None. Yeah. No barcode. Like, no name of the company. It could be candy or it could be meth. It probably is meth. And what did you say when you saw those? I got to try me some of those. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> and what was my response? This is sketchy. Hell yes, we got to do it. And then I realized what I said. So we ate candy from an unknown source, and that's kind of the whole point of the podcast. So there was there was going to be an unknown element, you know right. what it was. Everybody thought, no, energy healing. No, we know about energy. I've got some right now, and I've been healed. I've had broken legs. I know that part too. You know what I don't know? The unknown. Mango chili gummy bears that come from sketchy sources is about as unknown as it gets. True. We did get home safe though. The we, so. That we know of. Whoa. Think about it. What if what if that was you know just some sort of psychedelic that puts you on a permanent trip, and really it's an hour since then, and this is all just in our head. Um. <laughs> I shut you down. I shut you down, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. The whole point of it was that we wanted to experience something unknown, and we got a special treat at the end by way of a sketchy truck stop gummy bears. Yeah. And I think that I probably would have gotten indigestion if it weren't for my stem cells regenerating from the sticker oh, on the back of my neck. That's right, because I didn't ask her how long to keep it on, and I didn't end up taking mine off for like 10 right. hours because I, mean, I was back there. 
didn't help my shoulder at all from our tubing accident. <laughs> it was a dark night. It was dark. Actually, it was. And give a little backstory so people understand. We're from a small town. We're from a small town pre-internet era. What do you do for entertainment in the winter during a, at a small town before the internet to have fun? Not much. Which is why we went tubing in the middle of the night. So those of you who right. don't know who tube, what tubing is, I'm sure everyone does, but... Um, Urban Dictionary. Do it. No, <laughs> no, no. That's probably something completely different. I'm sure that's uh, that's tied to something we don't want any part of. Well, um, I'm going to have to look that up. So tell them what tubing is. Wait, I thought you said you were going to you're gonna look that up on Urban Dictionary? Yeah. So oh. Tell them what tubing well, is. Well, hey, tubing is what we country kids call grabbing an inner tube from a vehicle, or in this case, a big-ass tractor tire. Oh, yeah, it was big. Running ourselves up to this ice-cold, well-known run outside of town, grabbing, well, let's see. <laughs> well, this ought to be exciting. Grabbing six of our best friends well into our teenage years. We're taking ourselves up to this tube and running. You know what we're going to do? That's right. We're all going to get on the same time. We're going to layer this some bitch. Three on bottom, three in the middle, and two on top. We're going to create ourselves a pyramid of excitement and winter refreshness. And now I want to know what tubing is. Because that's what I thought tubing was. Because this could go really wrong. It's the act of two men where tube-shaped items are placed in the urethra and the other in order to expand the size of the hole. Is it like the same tubing? Is it like connected? Are they like they do it like centipede style? What's going on here? Doesn't really say. So I'm, I'm they like they do it daily, weekly over a period of months. So are they trying to stretch it out from the inside out? Yeah. Oh. So the other person can enjoy it. That doesn't even sound enjoyable, but no. I'll, I'll, I'm going to leave that there. I because otherwise I have to explain to these other six gentlemen we went tubing with that what they experienced was a lie. And I'm going to have to come make it right. You know what that means. No. That means we're going to be doing some stretching. Because we fucked up. Okay, no, no, no. So we, we, we decided we were bored because that's what you were every night. And it was middle of winter, so you're limited. We're going to go get the biggest ass tube. We're all going to get on it. And we're all going to go down at the same time. Because that sounded like something that had never been done. You know, we're from a small town in the middle of nowhere. We know all the things that have been done. We needed excitement. So, do you remember that night? Yes. Did you mention the jump? No. Okay, so we built this massive jump out of snow. Because that's a good idea. And this tube. So, eight high school kids fit on this tube. It tells you how big this tube is. We get on top of this hill and go down and... Probably like, how long do you think it is? Probably two city blocks? Is it about that long? Not Maybe not that long. Maybe one city block. No. Yeah, maybe yeah, a city block. Maybe a city block. It's, yeah. it's a pretty good run. Yeah, it's it's pretty steep and pretty... We were moving. Yeah. That weight was just melting that that snow underneath that tube. And yeah, it was just, we once flew. You, well, what's funny is when you all jump on, you think you're just going to take right off. But no, it was so heavy that it couldn't get started. So we were... You know, you know that little feeling when you're on a bed and you're not quite high enough up. You're like, ah, too, I'm too, down too far. I got scoot up. You know that movement. 
Yeah. You ever do that with seven other dudes laying on you? Yeah. Yeah. Got a little awkward for a second. We were doing the inchworm on each other, trying to get that thing going. And it was a team effort. There wasn't anybody like, like hanging out and not participating, just enjoying. You know, it wasn't that guy. Then it started going. And it was just like National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. Just zoom down this hill. So we're hitting this hill. <laughs> and probably 25 yards from the bottom, we decided to build this ramp. Because we're smart. Yeah. And this ramp was probably four foot high. Yeah. It's a good jump. It was a yeah. steep hill and a good jump. We hit that full force and just flew in the air. The I don't t- know how there wasn't sparks coming off the, that rubber. <laughs> the tube went flying and everyone flew a different direction. I didn't. I landed on, I put my hand out, catch myself. It pops my shoulder out of socket. Completely out. So I'm laying in the snow with my arm out of socket. After you tumbled like two and a half miles. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to figure out how to get it back in. Uh, The other guy, he hurt his knee so bad. He he, just dislocated his knee and then he had to basically drain it for months after that. Yeah. Just doctors didn't. Syringe and yeah, yeah, and he'd he like he'd make you touch it. You're like touch it, I'm like that's gross. And he's like, yeah, that's why I want you to touch it. And then you touch it, and then you feel like it's not violation if he told me to, you know, touch it. And it was gross. It yeah, felt it was like like a waterbed mattress. It felt like a like a breast implant underneath his knee skin. It was messed up. And so yeah, he's he's damaged. There was there was another hurt knee. There was one day broken bones, which surprised me. But right. I, I've never seen so many like dislocations and sprains. It looked like a Civil War battlefield. So I was a I was a bottom guy because I'm you know I'm 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 the base, bro. I'm bringing I'm bringing the support for everyone. And so I was one of the three bottom guys. Guess what happens when you go down a big fast tubing run and you hit a jump? Guess what doesn't stay under you? The tube. Guess what does stay on top of you? Everybody else. So I became tubing run gel. I was what lubricated it for everyone else so they could land and not break bones, but dislocate themselves. It cost me, it looked like Freddy Krueger scraped my face a few times. I basically lost like half the skin off my face and I had to go to school the next day. And uh, it literally looked like I was in the worst fight ever. And that is not the reason that you want to look like you're in the worst fight ever. Yeah, I was on the bottom of a tubing run and I ate shit. The funny part to me about this is not that we're all idiots at the young teenage idiots that didn't think things through. It was not that we all got hurt in ridiculous ways, but not enough to kill you or ruin your life. It was the fact that there was actually a couple other people there that were just standing next to the campfire minding their own business and not not a tube of guys came by a bunch of rolling bodies flew by and they didn't stop to help because it was cold <laughs> do you remember that part stared, stared at us we were like i thought i was dying i thought every bone in my body is broken my face is gone i'm pretty sure it's just like straight plain there's no features like my nose is gone you know i, I thought that's what i was and there's these two guys Standing by the damn fire, not even doing, not even, there's not even s'mores involved. Like they they didn't have any excuse to not move. There was no empathy. They hurt me that night. They hurt me bad. I've never felt so alone. And that's why I don't remember who they are because I blocked them out of my memory. 
I, so, yeah. I don't remember their faces. It's because you were dead. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was rolling around trying to put my my shoulder. It was like I was like Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon. Where he but, pops his own shoulder back in. Yeah. Yeah. So but you, but, I had to pound my shoulder against the ground to pop it back in. And every so often, it will do this. And when I was in college, a few years later, I was a chaperone for the local high school's marching band. Um, so I would help them with their marching band. After their performances, the band teacher says, uh, we're going to take them to the water park. Now, you know that I hate heights. Yeah. yeah and water yeah. parks aren't my favorite thing. But I climbed up all the stairs to this gigantic slide <laughs> and it was one that required a tube hey you know a thing of the tube yeah those. i know yeah. a thing about yeah. tubes so i figured it's just me by myself this time it should be fine um it's one of those slides that has tunnels and not tunnels and i the kid at the top gives me my tube and he sends me on my way there's just a little side note i don't think i know this story yeah you don't know this story i don't know this story Go on, go on. I want to. I must know what happened. So, I was having a hard time because I'm bigger and trying to get it to to catch the water, and it finally catches. And I'm zooming down this tube in the slide, and it takes this turn before. Is this a proverbial term, or is this a like li- no? Phys- it takes a like, physical it, turn. It takes a physical turn. Does it also take a proverbial? It turn? It does. <laughs> okay, awesome. And my big body slides up the side of the slide. The tube continues to go on without me. Sand tube. Yes. I'm in the air. I land on my arm. Did it pop your shoulder back up? Pops my shoulder out of socket, and it's painful. I catch the water on my belly, and I start to slide down the tube. (laughs) The 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 slide slide just far enough. For my swimming trunks to come off. Hell yeah. Way to add some spice to this story. And then the swimming trunks decide to catch up with the tube and they leave without me. I have an idea why you haven't told me the story now. So, <laughs> the dumbass kid at the top doesn't wait to make sure that I'm done sliding before he sends the next people down. This is a 40-year-old man with his four-year-old toddler daughter on his lap. This feels like it might get awkward. I feel like maybe this is not the uh, situation where you want to meet a man and his four-year-old daughter. No, no, (laughs) not at all. So my ass is pointed to them. I'm on my belly and I'm rolling around trying to get my arm into socket before this man and his daughter hits me. You're the most inappropriate naked fish out of water. I'm afraid that he's going to see that, and then I'll be at the bottom of the slide, and Chris Hansen's going to be there, and I'm going to be on an episode of Dateline. He's like, so what were you doing at this slide? I I won't even lie. I wish that was the answer to this. So I feel like then the system works, but yeah. So, okay. so I pop my shoulder back into socket. Like last second, like Indiana Jones grabbing his hat. Yep. And then he hits me. So his daughter is basically, I'm on his tube. He's pushing me down with his tube. 
and my legs are spread open <laughs> in front of these poor people. <laughs> That's and I'm supposed to be the shepherd. <laughs> you have done a bang up job, sir. So we finally get out <laughs> and he never mentions anything to me. You can't. That's against guy law. You can't bring that up. So I'm panicking, finding my shorts, and I'm able to put my shorts on. And then I head over to the lazy river and don't get out the entire time until it's time to go home. That's some good chaperone. Yeah. I don't have much to comment on that. I think it's self-explanatory. I have also been the uh, victim of a lost my shorts on a really tall water slide before. My problem is... Quite the opposite, though. Instead of having a show for everyone, I was genetically born derriere deficient. So when mine came off, there's an indent. Yeah, it goes the other way. You know how embarrassing that is? If you're going to be naked, at least be a somewhat attractive. You know, you don't even have an ass. There's nothing where that should have been. So that was my anxiety is that I didn't have enough to show off. And to be proud of losing my shorts on that ride. And therefore, the anxiety was worse. Hmm. So, you didn't even have to tell me. Now, I already knew. That's because you hung around the psychics too much. <laughs> yeah, should we should we wrap this up? Yeah, I guess so. I think we've probably given enough uh, personal information that probably should have never been given. Right, I mean... Oh, yeah, we can't give you any advice. If you're interested in energy healing, you know, you can Google it yourselves, decide for yourself whether yeah. it's yeah, you want to know to more. Do. You want to know more about this shit? You just do your own work, assholes. <laughs> but do <laughs> do try the mango chili gummy bears if you ever come across Especially them. Especially the ones without any literature on them. Right. Yeah, that shit's good. All right, brother. All right, well, we'll see you next time. Uh, we'll have something a little interesting. I think we're going to go... You go a little hot and cold? Hot and cold. We're going to call something a little hot and cold. You have to check it out. Um, I don't know why I turned Southern out there. But, uh, and I don't know why I would have assumed that was Southern. Because that wasn't even that good of an accent. No, I don't know what that was. But. <laughs> I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> Always bring these stupid accents. All right. No, no. Check it out next week. Or, yeah, I guess. We next week, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. So yeah. Next week, we'll we'll give you something a little called hot and cold. Check it out, see what you think, and feel free to uh, send your suggestions. You know, you won't be down, guys. I'll do some crazy shit and press that subscribe button if you haven't. Oh yeah, we forgot already. To, yeah, yeah. Subscribe. What's all the other buttons? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Are there are more buttons to press. Yeah, press. That's what I'm gonna say. You know what? Cover all the bases. No, don't press them. You don't want to delete our podcast. So if that's a button, don't press it. Just press subscribe. What if what if it says submit? Then they're not at the same place. <laughs> it's not that kind of show. All right. All right. Thanks. Thank for- you.